Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It is the one and only V, the Gorilla Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning with my main man, CJ, working the airwaves and making sure the broadcast coming out. Chris Pink Queen, you know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. We're everywhere you want us to be, whether it's Apple, iTunes, Podcast, or if it's Google, we got you covered. And with that being said, El Cuco, ¿qué pasó? ¿Qué pasa, amigo? It's, it's, it's Taco Tuesday, and I'm hungry, V. Hey, a... remember what, what Jill Biden says? What's All that? the Hispanics are just like different flavors of tacos. Dude, <laughs> the gall of this woman. Wow. And, they call, and she said that the, the, the Mexicans in Texas are like breakfast tacos. <laughs> like, what the fuck is a breakfast taco? I heard of breakfast burritos, right? But a breakfast... Dude, this is the this is how the the typical elitist white liberal sees minorities. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, to say Hispanics are like ta- first of all, tacos are, are are a staple comfort leisure food in Mexico, right? Right. It's, right. It's not all Hispanics. What are the what about the Puerto Ricans, the Dominicans, the Colombians? You know the the uh, the Chileans, the Argentinians, the Uruguayans, the the Paraguayans, the the Venezuelans, right? The Costa Ricans, the Guatemalans, massive, right? Massive. The yes. El Salvadorians, right? My God, bro, they are such idiots, man. And they, and they think that you know, showing up at a at a Hispanic conference and playing uh, de- playing Despacito over the uh, over the airwaves is somehow going is going to work. And then and then calling them Latinx, which has worked out very well for them because the Hispanic. Uh, communities are leaving the Democrat Party Latinx. in droves. Latinx. They're like, oh, hell no. I'm going to show you what X is. We're going to X my way out of your voting block. That's what's happening, man. Freaking crazy, bro. I don't know. Well, it, it is It is crazy. And, and keep in mind that today, Joe Biden uh, gets on his plane. Uh, it's been disclosed that he couldn't handle, you know, 10 straight days of, of travel. And hence the reason why his, his uh, visit to the kingdom was postponed so long. So it's going to be very interesting as he leaves today, V, to go to uh, meet with MBS. 
which it's going to be very awkward, right? Like, I, oh, yeah. what, are your, what are your thoughts on that, B? Is, is MBS think, just going to save him face just to meet with them and saying, you know, get the hell out of here? What, what are your thoughts? I, on I that? think they're going to make him wait, just like how they made John Kerry wait years ago when he was working for the Obama administration. They're not going to show him any. Look, man, when, when Trump showed up to Saudi Arabia, man, they, they wrote, dude, they welcomed him like he was a, a sultan returning from conquest. Okay. Joe Biden's not going to get any of that. Joe Biden will be lucky if he gets five minutes of MBS's time. They'll get together. They'll do a little press thing. There'll be no agreements. There'll be nothing signed. You know, and you have that idiot Jake Sullivan who, who, who should be, I think Jake Sullivan's only capacity should be serving in a mailroom in a law firm somewhere in Connecticut. That should be his only thing that he should be doing. And then, you know, Jake Sullivan will get up there and talk about how successful it is and that the president has promised uh, that the Saudis will will increase the, uh, the the pumping of oil to bring down gas prices, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Because this is Biden telling MBS, please pump more. It's, a, it's an election season. If you pump more and I get back in, it's going to make me look good. And I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll help you with your war in, in, in Yemen. And that ain't going to happen, man. That ain't going to happen because why? Because, the, look, I've said this months ago that the financial powers that be, that ESG and BlackRock, these guys are going to be taken to the wood chipper. I said it months ago. To dream the impossible dream. To fight the unbeatable foe. And here we are. What's happening? ESG is being thrown out. It's being dismantled. Watch what happens to BlackRock or CrackRock, right? CrackRock, let me tell you something about CrackRock. CrackRock likes to likes to literally be involved in the circle jerk as the master manipulator. It likes to be there in the circle jerk bragging about how, how many assets it owns. But CrackRock, because Fink is not that bright. CrackRock is sitting on a ticking time bomb. And I've said a long time ago, CrackRock's biggest holdings is what, baby? Commercial <laughs> commercial yep. real estate. Yep. That's going to that's going to work out very well. So if you notice all these things are coming out exposing CrackRock and exposing ESG and exposing the Biden crime family, you're going to see the narrative. People are like, well, you know what? You know, we have it on video, right? 4chan. 4chan cracked the iCloud, which is very difficult to do, by the way. So you have to ask yourself who the hell within 4chan did it. Because I promise you it's not a normal person, CJ. I promise you that it's actually a government-connected agency, okay, that's connected to the private equity that is that is sick of what is happening in this country, right? And then, right? Right, right. We have the video leak out of Hunter Biden arguing with a crack whore about, about how, many, how much more crack he has than her. <laughs> and this is coming up. You have to ask yourself a question. Why is all... Now, CNN and then New York Times, especially the New York Times, who said that, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop is just a it's a Russian disinformation theory, CJ. And if you and I were to mention it, 
I mean, this channel got dinged a few times by YouTube because you and I mentioned the Hunter Biden laptop, right? Yep. But now it's a conspiracy theory. New York Times went after Hunter Biden and Joe Biden hard body. They went after him hard body karate. They went after Hunter Biden in the Washington Post. The gloves are off. The mitts are off, they're saying. What's, what's happening? They're being allowed to. Because you're seeing a counter move. Go ahead and play this clip with, uh, with uh, Tuck. Roger that. Like the key to this question, how the Chinese government got so much control over Joe Biden. Now, the tech companies have tried to censor that story at every turn. They're doing so again tonight. And it's not surprising why. They're beholden to China as well. But we've continued to pull those threads. <clears throat> so is the Daily Mail. In April, the Daily Mail reported that a whistleblower was in possession of 450 gigabytes of deleted material from Hunter Biden's laptop. The whistleblower's name is Jack Maxey. He'd gone to Switzerland, fearing retaliation. We wanted to know more. So in April, we flew to Zurich to meet Jack Maxey. Here's part of what he told us. So you've taken a look at the laptop, and you now believe that there are deleted files on that laptop that nobody else has seen, but that you have found and seen. Um, describe how you found these files. Well, my first purpose of this trip was to get the 128,000 emails, of which 120,000 were in archives on the original uh, visible portion of it, and to catalog all of the text messages, which most of which are also in archives. And we did that relatively quickly. I was just going to make copies for the Senate, the House, and all the state AGs, and see if maybe local sheriffs could start enforcing the laws that the feds wouldn't. And about day five of this process, uh, one of my guys said, hey, Jack, I feel like there's more on here. Do you mind if I try some little tricks? And I said, sure, go ahead. And within 15 minutes, he's like, oh, my God, we just got 10, th- you know, 10 gigabytes of this, five gigabytes of this, that, and the other thing. Um, Ultimately, we ended up with over 100,000 more emails that we've been able to scrape wow. out of it. Yep. 80,000 images and videos. Yep. So you can say what you want about Jack Maxey, and you can dismiss him by calling him names, but the story he was telling was really interesting, tantalizing, in fact, given what we already knew was on the laptop. But for some reason, no one in law enforcement appeared to be listening or even care. But the Daily Mail kept going on this. Recently, they said they gained access to a backup of Hunter Biden's iPhone from the laptop. And it's a good thing they did. It turned out to be a trove of fascinating information. It included a voicemail from Joe Biden to his son talking about a story in the New York Times about Hunter Biden's business dealings in China. Here's part of it. Hey, Palace Dad, it's 815. Um on uh, Wednesday night, if you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, was going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. But I don't discuss my business dealings with my son. Thanks for that. Yeah, none. I've never had conversations with my son about business dealings. Never. 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 I I, I I don't even know what he's up to. <laughs> keep keep going, man. 
Keep playing. This is great. Here's what's not complicated. Joe Biden has said on the record repeatedly that he had no knowledge of his son's business dealings with China. That proves Joe Biden was lying. And we have a lot more on this coming up. But just know that. That voicemail, which apparently is real, proves that Joe Biden knew about his son's business dealings with China. That ought to be enough to spur a wave of media inquiries to the White House. Why did you lie to us? You haven't seen that. Now, the Times piece you just heard Joe Biden reference was published on December 12th, 2018. The story reported on Hunter's dealings with a man called Yi Zheming. He led the CEFC, China Energy Company, until 2018. At that point, he was arrested on charges of corruption and economic crimes by the Chinese government, which is never a good thing. He hasn't been seen since. The government of China has seized most of CEFC's assets. One of his top deputies, called Patrick Ho, was also convicted in New York of bribing African officials to help Iran avoid oil sanctions. What a group. These are Hunter Biden's business friends. So why would Joe Biden have any interest in this? Why would he be concerned about a New York Times story on CEFC and Hunter Biden? Well, it could be for the obvious reason. Joe Biden himself was making money from this, from CEFC, lots of money. According to emails obtained by the New York Post from Hunter Biden's laptop in October of 2020, one of Hunter Biden's business partners, James Gillier, explained that Joe Biden would receive a 10% stake in CEFC. Quote, the equity will be distributed as follows, he wrote. 20 to Hunter, 20 to Rob Walker, 20 to Gillier himself, 20 to Tony Bobulinski, 10 to Jimmy Biden, that would be Hunter Biden, that would be a president's brother, and, quote, 10% held for the big guy. The big guy. So Tony Bobulinski, whom we interviewed for a full hour, he got a 20% stake of this deal, told us that there was, quote, no question the big guy is who he so obviously is. That would be Joe Biden. This arrangement meant millions of Chinese dollars for Hunter and Joe Biden. In early 2017, just a few weeks after Biden left the White House the first time, a company controlled by Yi called State Energy HK sent $6 million in wire transfers to Robinson Walker LLC. Robinson Walker LLC was controlled by Rob Walker, one of Hunter Biden's business partners. Then in June of 2017, Hunter Biden emailed Yee demanding $10 million more as seed money for a new company called Sinohawk Holdings. In August of 2017, another Hunter Biden controlled company called Hudson West received a $5 million wire from CEFC. CFC also paid Hunter Biden's law firm, Owasco, nearly $5 million. These are according to bank records reviewed by Senate investigators. And we just pause here for a moment. In their details, these stories bear a striking resemblance to the Russiagate insanity that we were dragged through for years. Remember, they go on TV and bore you for an hour with how all these things fit together, and then this money went that way. But in the end, there was nothing there. Operating on the theory, which isn't really a theory, it's true that they always accuse you of exactly what they themselves are doing. It's kind of striking that the truth about what the Biden family, the president, his son, and his brother Jimmy, is almost exactly what they accused the Trumps of doing. Except in the case of the Bidens, they really were getting rich from a foreign power that means us harm. And it's not Russia, which is globally almost irrelevant. It's China, which is now preeminent. So to continue with the details. Owasco, in turn, sent the $1.4 million to Lion Hall Consulting. That was a consulting firm run by Jimmy Biden, the former 
nightclub owner, the president's brother, and his wife. Now, He's an expert. He's an nightclub expert. owners? By the New York Experts. Experts. Someone called the chairman, that would be ye, promised to pay Hunter Biden $10 million a year for, quote, and we're quoting, introductions alone. In other words, leveraging. I wish somebody paid me $10 million for introductions. Yeah. To get yeah. rich. That's illegal, right? It's also a violation of the FARA Act, which the Biden administration has been enforcing against its political enemies. So Hunter Biden wrote to a CEFC official that he had amended the deal to provide I'm gonna, I'm gonna this a little much bit. more yeah, lasting, almost unbelievable. Joe Biden has sort of been asked about this. His response, I didn't know anything. Watch. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas dealings. I never did. Never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. That's right. Huh. You lie. You know what the best part is, Siege? lying. The exactly best the voicemail we played a moment ago surfaced a few weeks ago, proving that Biden lied. The White House was asked about yeah. this. Not the president directly, but his publicist, the glass ceiling breaking publicist they're always bragging about. Watch the response. Why is there a voicemail of the president talking to his son about his overseas business dealings if the president has said he's never spoken to his son about his overseas business dealings? Well, first I'll say that uh, what the president said stands. <laughs> If he, if that's what the president said, that he, that is what stands. And you second, secondly, New York Times but secondly, concerning secondly, business dealings, and he says, I think you're clear. How is that not him talking to his son about his overseas business dealings? We're not from this podium. I am not going to talk about alleged materials from the laptop. So I will. I'm not. Voice on the voice I'm not going to talk about alleged materials on the laptop. Are it's you not happening? Then that it is not. Peter, I refer you. To uh, to his son. I love Peter Ducey. I mean, <laughs> we're, it, it, it's like that idiot. What's his name? He got uh, the the moron from um, from CNN, the the Cuban guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Freaks his name, Jim. Jim something. I I can picture him, but the name. Yeah, he's so annoying. Anyway, yeah. he's he's annoying. And he makes no sense. Peter Ducey is our version of that, but he makes sense, and his questions hit right in the middle of all the bullshit. And the other craziest thing is this, the fact that we're sending our oil from our strategic reserves to China, to a company that his son, Hunter Crackhead Biden, has a financial stake in. Conflict of interest, anyone? And all of this is coming out. It is done on purpose. It is done on purpose. You know, Velas always likes to quote Babylon 5, where he talks about giants, you know, in the playground. And we're just trying to get up from underneath their feet. Mm. It yep. is a battle going on. If you don't see this conflict, okay, ver you know, of, of the Wall Street and private equity crowd versus Davos, I don't know what to tell you. At this point, I've been 10 out of 10 in detailing what the hell is happening, what's coming down, and how this whole entire thing goes. Think about it. Why is COVID not even a talking point anymore? You think it's because of Davos? No. Oh, it's the good guys. No, there are no good guys or bad guys. It's the private equity. They're done with the bullshit. The economic harm is just too damn great. And watch what happens in the coming years, the coming months. This is, this is going to be incredible, Siege. This is going to be incredible. I mean, 
And people, and we're going to start slowly. Watch this. The narrative is going to shift from Hunter and Crack Horse to Hunter and financial dealings and what does Joe know. That shift has already happening. It's already happening. Watch what happens. This is not, and this is the reason why the entire Amber Heard, Johnny uh, Depp trial thing was a huge thing. That, that, that was done with. This is also the reason why there's so many distractions and, you know, SSRI-induced mass shootings here and there by transsexuals, right? This is also the reason why that none of this stuff has been working. Now, and now Biden's got to go beg Mohammed bin Salman and ask him, please, please could you spare me some oil? Please can you spare me some oil? I got to lower these gas prices. And you got to understand, there's a still a dearth of oil, number one. There is still a massive supply of oil that the prices shouldn't be where they is. The prices are where they are because of purposeful incompetence and nefarious actions by morons that are in the logistical and supply chains. Okay? That's number one. And most, more, and the biggest blame is the fucking politicians, especially the Democrats, who none of them are pro-American. They all need to be put on an island. Ship Democrats to Cuba. That should be the new montage. That should be the new logo, the new motto. Cuba or bus. Go ahead, have your socialist fantasy utopia. Go for it. Well, yeah, yes, and and then also the you know cheap gas prices does not uh, warrant or uh, usher, help usher in. Uh, their green agenda. No, exactly. And, correct. You know, and so, so if you have a, a the population who is getting cheap prices at the at the at the pump, it's a little bit more difficult for them to go to the House and Senate and and pass all these funding bills for for solar, for electric, for all these things that are part of the green agenda. Okay, so so if you force society into creating a uh, a scenario where Americans are hurting. And they, they sustain this price level for so long, then therefore more people are going to be open minded to saying, well, yeah, maybe we do need a trillion dollar spending bill to fund new sources of energy. We, we need to do that. That's the right choice to do. But again, I, I think the entire higher gas prices fits their agenda for the green economy that they envision. They just need something to pre, uh, create a little bit of chaos through it so that people are more willing to accept it. You know, we have the idiot Klaus Schwab, okay? The Klaus Schwab and the, and the morons at the, at the WEF, the world economic fools, told Sri Lanka, just like what Hobo Serban says, if you, follow, if you will follow the ESG, then at some point you will have real prosperity. By 2025. Yeah, by 2025, they're going to have real prosperity. It's 2022. The whole country went broke. The whole country went broke by 2022. Here, here, here are the Sri Lankans in the Sri Lankan presidential box. Folks, nice. this I love it. Is I love a, it. it. The Sri Lankans are giving you the playbook. This is what, yeah, this is what needs to happen here, folks. Okay. First, the ta- look, all you Westerners out there. All of us Westerners need to take note. First, the Taliban gave us the playbook. 
And now the Sri Lankans are giving you the playbook. This is what happened. This is what they're afraid of. What happens? Okay, do you see? Do you notice a difference here? What do you see here? What is what is the gender? If we're going to assume their gender, CJ, what is the gender of these persons? It's the men that come to the rescue. Bam! It's this is what they don't want. They don't want men who wake up and say, "You know what? We have a fucking problem." Because when men get together in one place. And they're of one accord in one mind, my friend. Let me tell you, you have a revolution. And governments fall. And presidents resign. And politicians run for the scummy hills. Look at it. Run for the scummy hills. I don't see no pink pussy hats there, do you, Siege? Nope. Nope. But that's what an insurrection looks like, V. Yes, that's what insurrection. This looks is like. what insurrection looks like. Hey, hey, ho, ho! The crummy government's got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho! <laughs> and that's the thing they don't want. They don't want you to wake up because look, you got Buddhists there, you got Hindus there, you got Muslims there. It don't matter because we're all in it. We're all in it. Think about that, man. And this I think the more people point. are open, you know, to the, the, the idea, but I think me, more and more people are seeing past the, the, the left-right paradigm, more people are understanding that, that fundamentally the, the entire system is defunct. Yeah. And a perfect example, uh, last night, uh, I met a friend that was in, in town uh, from Texas, and on my way out, I was getting ready to leave, and, and uh, one of my other friends was there from, from high school, high school classmate, and he was there with a group of group of men um uh six of them uh you could tell all of them uh lift away he's a power lifter so all of them lift away it's strong and everything and and he introduced me to them and and uh he's like hey maybe you should join this conversation here's what we're we're talking about we're talking about what's going on in our country and what's broken i'm like for real i'm like so i'm like i better grab a chair and sit down and hear this and 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 people are getting it and and they're like hey you know what we we cannot allow the moral decline of our country to to continue we we have to reverse course. This is the eleventh hour, yep. Uh, and 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 we started talking about the ideas of balkanizing the United States. And maybe maybe if that's not going to happen, we need to become the adults in the room to say maybe it's time to to admit some things and and change some some things around. And and more people. What I found from our discussion last night with six people I'd never met before, uh, everyone's kind of p- putting the piece of the puzzle. Say something's wrong. Something's terribly broken in our country. What do we do about it? Yep, exactly. What do we do about it? People need to figure out. I think Balage guy says it best. It's like, you know, the system works if people don't know how to use it. And this is the thing. Look, just like in the financial side, right? In the financial side, they make the financial world and investments and Wall Street look like some sort of, you know, some sort of high-functioning, high-wizardry that only the initiated few can understand and discern. It's not. It's really fucking simple, right? So the same thing applies for the legal side of things, okay? Maybe one day I need to get John Singleton and Balaj guy together and start creating educational programs and seminars to put out there for people to start learning how to properly use laws. 
you know, and, and, and figure it out. And, 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 and because people need to be – because we have a – if you know the weapons in our arsenal, people like, Yovie, how do you navigate banking system and how do you, you know, set this up properly and how are you doing all this stuff and blah, 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 and how do you know where to put this and where to put that and how to move this and how to move that? It's there, man. I'm not inventing something new. The system is there. I'm exploiting the system legally. And what happens in our system right now in terms of laws, nobody knows what the freaking laws are. Nobody knows. We have a civically illiterate population that need to understand the functioning of government and needs to understand it very quickly because it's going to be vital, very vital, on the other side of this whole entire argument for sure. I'm telling you, it's coming, man. Watch what happens when you have the um, the Hunter Biden goes from laptops and crack, crackheads and hookers because you can only hold the crackhead and hooker thing for so long. And now the conversation starts to go into business dealings. And then people start getting smart on how to legally overthrow your government. Yeah, I... I- I, th- I think what's going on with Hunter Biden is we, we've seen this uh, song and dance before. We've witnessed it already. And so here comes, fair warning, here comes a skeptic guy coming out. Um, we, we witnessed that with the entire Clinton Foundation. Yeah, we've, we've seen this entire playbook. So what I think what's happening here is they're framing the narrative right now that this is why Republicans need to take the House and the Senate so that we can begin investigations. That, that once Republicans take over, they're going to start calling these committee meetings are going to be having hearings and all that. And, 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 and so we have to, you know, don't, don't fall for this trick. It's fun to look at. We all know what's happening. There's proof out there regarding uh, Hunter and his business dealings. There was proof of the Clinton foundation and their illegal doings. Okay. So we, we've seen this song and dance before they're setting the stage for another massive distraction so that there'll be Senate oversight committee hearings. They'll, you know, trying to impeach Biden and it just it gives the narrative and it keeps people tuned out to really doing some things to really change course because people are programmed to think something is going to change this time. There's yeah. something that's going to happen. We're going to impeach Biden. We're going to get him out of office. Uh, they won't because, again, it's, it's the entire system that's corrupt and broken. And it doesn't matter whether you're Democrat or Republican. It's, it, the, the system's got to change. It fundamentally has to change and the power has to be scaled down. We need to scale down the federal government. We need to reverse course on the amount of spending that takes place. And, and the, the federal government needs to yield power back to the states. That's, that's, that's the, the best idea that, that's going forward because from a national level, it's, it's not going to change. I, I, I know I've said this numerous times. People go to D.C. I, I, I firmly believe that there are good people who, who go there and they want to do good things. But something happens on their way there that flips them, that, that converts them. They see the dollar signs. They see how much money that they can make long-term if they're a junior Congress representative and they work their way towards, Hey, you know what? You got to play by the rules. You got to play by our rules. You got to pass these bills. You have to do all these things. Cause if not, you're, you're not going to get that Senate bid uh, in four years or two years uh, whenever you decide to run for Senate. So it's just, it's just the idea. Like it, it, it's completely broken. We need to get more people to understand the ideas that, that, that it is broken. Um, I don't I don't know, like to push back a little bit against the legal process and everything. I don't know how many of the Siri Lonkins were were spent time uh, studying and learning about the legal process versus just taking action. Um, yeah, exactly. I highly yeah. doubt that many of them did. So, I mean, that's my yeah. only that's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, with that being said, also, see, Joe, what else is on the radar, man? Well, um, a couple things. You know, I, I want to – I sent a message. I put a message out in Discord to let everyone know that uh, – with sad news that we, we, we learned that Harley Schlanger's mom – uh, passed away. Uh, I believe it was Sunday night, Saturday night. I put the email, I put Harley's email in the discord channel to, uh, email him, you know, condolences and everything. So we just, you know, we wish him the best, uh, you know, so he's going to be out for, for a couple of weeks, uh, at least as, as he navigates, uh, you know, through that. So I wanted to let our listeners, uh, know that. So just, you know, you know, you know, think of Harley and everything. It's gotta be huge transition with him living outside the United States and then figuring out how to get back home and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, but no, that that's um, what I wanted to share. And then uh, just in regards to the your upcoming vacation, we will yep. try to run the shows as much as possible. Um, Crypto yeah. Cowboy is offered to uh, co-host with you. Nice. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely put uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cover. That's that's not a problem. Um, but man, I, I tell you what, it's it's just, you know, interesting times. We didn't cover it. I thought we ran out of time yesterday because I was going to mention it. But it was it was pretty awesome uh, to see whoever. Uh, whoever blew up the um, uh, the Georgia Guystones? <laughs> yes. Uh, now, just to let everyone know, there's a there's a fake. Somebody edited the actual story that I think was in the Washington Post, and it said that the Pfizer CEO has promised to reconstruct the thing. Somebody photoshopped that, so that's that's not real. So don't, you know, that's disinformation that that he, the Pfizer CEO didn't say he's going to pay for it. But you know, obviously you know, there's a video out there that clearly shows everyone's like, well, it was lightning. It wasn't, it wasn't lightning. You actually see a person, it, whatever it was that he placed on that first monument, um, whatever explosive device, it was pretty powerful. And then you see them running away and then boom, you see it go off. So, yeah. So I think, I think we have a unique opportunity here. I think humanity is waking up. Um, I encourage everyone, if you have not done so yet, regardless of your, uh, personal opinion of of uh, Jeff Berwick. I know there's a lot of mixed opinions about him, uh, but there there's HBO. I watched the first one. I think they did a great job. Oh, that's the old uh, anarcho poco thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, for six years, for six years, they've been working on this, putting it together, and um, you know, talking about some of the people and their ideas of of their backgrounds, of where some of the people that came from that started opening their minds to ideas of you know expatting, of of moving out of the country and you know, what the ideals are. So it's, it's kind of kind of a neat f- f- thing to see um, an attempt to change the ideas of of what anarchy is, you know, not not Antifa, not what's happening there, but more or less just kind of the ideas of, of, of self-rule and limit <clears throat> and limited government. I mean, so so check that out. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. And then and then we're also working on trying to get uh, what, what's the. Um, Harley recommended that we get her on for an interview. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, Lauren, Lauren, something. She's running for Senate in New York. Yeah, against, yeah. So she's running against Chuck E. Cheese Schumer. Chuck E. Cheese Schumer. So we're going to try to get her on, um, <clears throat> you know, get that scheduled. So, yeah, so some really, really cool stuff that we're going to air it will be tomorrow afternoon. He's got some things going on today. So he will be bouncing to tomorrow. Oh, it's awesome. called The Anarchist is the name of the. Oh, uh, uh, oh, yeah. The Anarchist is the name of it on, on HBO Max. Got it. Yeah, we've got to check that out. I mean, they've done a great job with the whole QAnon thing. So, like you said, Siege. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 broke that down. But yeah. yeah so, and and the the other thing, V, is that and and then people in in their ideas of what, what what we're seeing is is that we hear this a lot, and it's for some reason it's been lately in different groups of circles that I I've, I've been in the the words spiritual warfare keep coming up, like. Not not by design. I, I didn't plant the seed. 
it even came up last night in our discussion in regards to, to what's happening. And so um, my message around that is, is that I, I think, I think there are some, some dark forces, right? 100%. There's some, yeah. There's some dark forces that are taking place, but we can, you know, we can fight back. We can't, we can't just give up and, and, and fold. We can, you know, we can, we're, we're slowly, but surely we're making a difference and yeah. it's going to take some time, uh, but, but we can get there. Absolutely. Very well said. And folks, with that being said, we're at the end of the broadcast. I will be gone tomorrow. I shall return on. I'm coming back. I'll be back on the, in the saddle on the 22nd. Be back in town on the 21st. And so I bid you all adieu. The gorilla shall return. I'm going to go back to the mist, get some R and R, get some sunshine, and um, yeah, that's it, man. I'm just gonna just enjoy and relax. Good and, for you. Yeah, yeah. It's much, yeah. much well. It's well deserved and much needed. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. And with that being said, folks, we're at the end of the show. El Cuco, take it away.